Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Level 99. I'm your host, Pete, podcast about all things tech-related. DevOps, cloud, Linux, you name it. Last week, I did an episode on don't being afraid, and I was thinking about doing something else this week, but I really wanted to doing an- another one on, on not giving up. And what do I mean by that, right? Like, not giving up on what, right? Goals? Well, maybe, right? But hear me out. And this, I guess, is kind of broad. Yeah, it, it is kind of broad. And I guess I, I can see that it can be applied to a lot of various different like areas and sectors. But I think it's one that is very important for us to address. And it is something that, you know, has been mentioned before in my previous episode on a day in the life of a senior cloud engineer um, with Mike. And we kind of talked about, you know, just not being afraid of speaking to your mind and things like that. And I really want to just kind of drill down into this a little bit more because even I'm sometimes a victim of this myself, but just kind of giving you guys a few more use case scenarios I think might be helpful. So would be a good example. Can't get into obvious specifics, but current my current employer, you know, I, I wanted, I, as you all know, I love Ansible. I love it. I am a huge advocate for it. I will die on the hill for it because I it is superior in my opinion. It is it is so easy to leverage and utilize and pair with other tools. And there isn't a great mechanism for automation for configuration management. And I wanted to kind of bring this into the fold. So with without trying to like, you know, doing a lot of like ripples. And I was I was asking the various teams, uh, other departments, asking them, you know, hey, I want this. They're all giving me pushback, like, no, you can't have it. It's only for this one team. Just constant, no, 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 no. And you know, sometimes that kind of gets to you. You're like, why? Like, your 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 explanation to me doesn't make any sense. It's not like there's a cost figure to it. I mean, there is, right? Like, Ansible Core is free. It's open source, which is amazing ansible tower you have to pay a license fee for it actually i think they changed ansible tower to like i think it's called ansible platform or something it if i keep referring to ansible tower it's just old habits die hard but you know what i mean by it and various teams kept telling me no and i even met uh this one guy who was just really adamant about telling me no there's no way you can have it it's not happening any which way i was the lead engineer on this that we deprecated it. We're going with Puppet. I'm like, oh God, like, <laughs> have you used Puppet? Things garbage. Backtrack. It's not that bad, but going like toe to toe with Ansible, Ansible is just superior in every way. But you know, it it, it kind of like like starts adding up, you know, like with tallies, right? Like, keep hearing no, no, no. And at one point, I kind of gave up a little bit, and then I was like, you know, why? I want what I want, and I know it is the right answer because it is it's a lot easier to implement and smoother. There's so many problems that it can solve. I'm going to keep pushing this forward. I'm not going to give up, but I'm not going to be a snowflake about it and just and just, you know, be the squeaky wheel and just constantly complain. I was like, let me see how I can do this tactfully. So I tried. Right. I finally, you know, I'd been with the company long enough and I was part of these meetings and I learn about a program within the organization where if you have an innovative idea that you can submit it 
for certain or, uh, teams to help promote it and things like that. And I was like, you know, this is the perfect opportunity for me to push Ansible, talk about why it is so good, why it is so beneficial. Before submitting, I, I, I did touch base with my with my manager. I was like, hey, you know, can I do it? Are you cool with it? She's like, yeah, I don't care. Go for it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, word. So I did. I I, I drafted my, my like proposal for it. I put several use case scenarios on like bottlenecks. I didn't go to top high overviews. I kind of wanted it to be more of the eye of the average engineer that would be doing the work, like a lot of the pain points that we do have. And I think that will kind of grasp what the tool can do and a better angle. And that's, that's kind of what I was trying to go for. And I submitted in to my surprise, like the folks that run that program reached out to me and they were like, Hey, this is awesome. And you know, we would want to see actual like working demos. Like, dang, I've only been kind of doing this, you know, automation stuff for my own team, not at a global scale. This is awesome. I, I did not expect that kind of response because of all the other teams were kind of saying pushback on it. I am trying to say here is don't give up. Even if you think it is the right answer and you believe it is, don't give up. Just keep pushing tactfully and keep trying. Just don't give up. There was a, another episode I did in the past by leveraging Tara Grunt and Terraform with David. And he's like, sometimes you just got to grab him kicking and screaming to show him. I am actually kind of getting to that point now, right? And he was right that sometimes you do need to just do that. And I was actually kind of close if I couldn't have done that some, uh, proposal submission to have just slapped it on my own credit card and just to prove a point like, hey, this tool is the shit and it will literally solve everything. And when I mean everything, everything, it can do it all. Just like look at what I've done in my own personal account. Advantage of this is I didn't just stop there after, you know, speaking with my manager, I actually put a like a one on one session with the VP on my department. I was like, hey, look, this is what I'm trying to do. Are you like, how do you feel about it? Right? Like what is just trying to try to just test, test the waters, like kind of dipping my toes in to see where the organization, where the department really is at. Right. Cause I'm hearing something from the other departments, but I kind of wanted to see what kind of the, the water was in my own organization. And it turned out to my surprise. And I was actually very like happy that I took that jump that, I'm able to have the opportunity to kind of move forward with it and test a little bit more with it. And if I would have not, if I would have given up, I would not have had this opportunity to do that, to showcase it. It is still a work in progress, but still like if I would have just took that first initial no, I would have not been able to do any of this now. And this is kind of really important because we are often so used to just keeping our heads down that we do sometimes forget. And sometimes I am a victim of this myself. Like I am so focused within my own little like bubble that I just, I'm comfortable. And, and, you know, you got to break that comfort. It is hard and it is scary. It really is. But once you start doing it a little bit, right? Like I said earlier, just like testing the waters, you know, making like bigger steps slowly but surely. And next thing you know, you're going to be in a different place in the position that you wanted to be in. Actually, when I was an intern for an electric co-op. So when I was an intern, they had this cool little rotation going is when intern got onboarded, intern that was there previously, they would become your mentor and teach you everything. 
after a few months, you know, I, I, I got bored. I was like, there's nothing else for me to learn. I've been doing all this. I want to learn more. I want to take on more responsibilities. I want to increase my knowledge in DevOps and all, all these tool sets and, and skills because I love it. I want to learn more. Before even becoming an intern, I was at a help desk position. It was cool, but I didn't like it. So when once I got my feet wet here and and learning more about DevOps when I was an intern at the lecture co-op, I was like, wow, this is I want to learn everything. So, you know, I, I would I would do what I do best. I'm freaking annoying. <laughs> so I would bug everybody like, hey, what is that? Show me that. What is that? That's cool. Show me that. Some people would say no. And sometimes they would say, yeah. And the ones who would say no, I'm like, OK. And then I would go back and start bugging them again until they would literally show me why. Again, because I'm freaking annoying. But if I want to learn something like I want to learn it, like it looks cool. Like, why not share that knowledge out? And by being persistent and annoying in that specific position, I got to learn a lot of cool things. I got to learn a lot of great practices, a lot of great skills, skills that I am able to take with me to position after position to organization after organization. Don't being don't be afraid right? The last episode, right? Just don't be afraid to take those initial steps and then don't give up. They literally go hand in hand. Just because you get a small little victory today, don't let that stop you from what you wanted to do. Because jokingly said, giving you guys homework on trying something new and things like that. And it's because I want you all to really try new things and see if it's what you like. And if it is, follow through with it. Don't give up on it. If you want to get into cloud, you know, open up your own little personal Apple, uh, Apple, your own personal little AWS account. Start testing the waters. Spin up an EC2 instance, then delete it. Obviously, don't let things run for a long time because you're not going to be too happy with that <laughs> that bill at the end of the month. But you get what I'm saying. And if you're into coding and that's what you're really into and that's really what you want to do, then do that. Start learning Python or Java and keep playing with it keep making programs keep making applications with it keep doing things that are hard and difficult don't settle for things that is in your comfort most of my days it's not like in mountain comfort like i am literally googling and figuring out things because i just like i'm like i don't know what this is like i don't know what it is but i'll figure it out right and that's part of the mentality that you need to carry if you are going to be into this career field, being able to rolling up your sleeves, not giving up and seeing it through, even if it fails. Right. So the one thing I appreciated and something I'll never forget from my old manager, my previous company, he would say, even if it would take six months to work on something and it, you know, you couldn't take it to production and it fails, don't see that as a failure. You see that more as a learning experience because you tried, you tried every possible scenario to make it work and you learned something new. So it's never a failure. So never think about it as a waste of time. Yeah. And a lot of different organizations, you know, you might not have quote unquote time because you're so busy. There's a lot of priorities and tasks, but the time that you are willing to take on not giving up and learning something new is a skill and a talent that will go with you for a long time. And I really hope that this makes sense, right? Like I know I'm a little bit all over the place with this episode right now and 
the message trying to make, bring across to you all? Because I really want to iterate that the biggest challenge, right? Like anyone can just slap away on a keyboard or just be a normal admin or just doing the same redundant task over and over again. Everyone can do that. But what makes you stand out and it makes you different is by not giving up. And I really hope that it does work out for you guys. So whether it is you trying to switch positions, right? Like my my one buddy, it's actually a perfect example. He was stuck at help desk for a while, like, like I was. And he hated it. Not that there is anything wrong with help desk, but some people are a lot more of a people person than others, right? I'm not. Like just getting on on, on a call five minutes each over and over again it, it 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 takes a certain type of person that likes that me i'm not that wasn't where my my passion or my career was like once i learned devops i loved it i was like this is challenging for me this is what i've been looking for and i just ran with it it is what kind of like i would look forward to every day when i would wake up and go to work you know it's not a chore i would like oh my god this is great and i've had another buddy who is actually over at Microsoft now, and he loves help desk. He he loves it. He is passionate about it, and he's, he's having a, such a great, successful career with it. So do what makes you happy, and do what you you enjoy, not where like the money is. So with my other buddy, who was at help desk and he didn't like it, he was kind of stuck. He he wanted to try other things, but he couldn't. He wanted to explore learn new things he couldn't because you know it sometimes you get siloed in these positions and i was like why don't you just reach out to the team that you think is doing some cool stuff and just see like like what's up right just say hey what are you guys looking for he reached out to that team he was like hey not because of me but i mean he did it on his own reached out to the hiring manager like hey like i'm really interested in this uh security engineer position you guys have what do I need to know to be qualified? And just by you starting that conversation will open doors for you. Because now when they are actually hiring for maybe another position or maybe a lower one, guess who they're going to keep in mind? You. And that's what happened. They were like, hey, look, you need to learn a little bit of Linux and get your security plus, And we can talk about this. He had a security plus. He went and learned some of the other skill sets that he needed couple months went by, position got filled, but you know, he kept learning. He didn't give up. He wasn't afraid. He kept challenging himself. So when time came again and like I think it was like three to six months that new position had opened up on their team, guess who they came and reached out to? Went through the interview process. And guess what? He got the job that he wanted. By one, not being afraid, and two, by not giving up. He didn't just sit there and just say, like, hey, like whatever, this is this is it for me. No, he he took that initial step. He didn't give up. And I hope you guys don't give up either. Because there's a lot of times within our positions that it does get very challenging. <laughs> and you just want to just put your head down and do the bare minimum. And that does happen sometimes. But don't let that affect you. Because, you know, burnout does happen. But you want to do things that excite you. Do things that, that make you actually want to, like, research on the side. Like, when I was first starting out, I would spend weekends Googling, YouTubing, trying things just because I wanted to learn more. It wasn't work for me. Now, if I had to do actual work on a weekend, like maintenance or an outage, 
that's a different story. Be like, man, really? Like, I wanted to go to that bar crawl, <laughs> but now I can't. But when it came to like studying and like learning and and you know going on like Stack Overflow on Reddit and trying like like all these scripts and doing these new things, I never saw that as work. I saw that as a learning opportunity. It would fail, it wouldn't work. I would get errors, it would break, and it was just fun. So the final message for this little two-part series, not being afraid and not giving up. And I really hope you guys take that through with your own day-to-day. And I've said this a few times in the past, I've said this a lot of times, whether it's you switching careers, switching positions, switching, you know, maybe it's something as simple as you've always wanted to do learn Azure or you wanted to learn Python instead because you're, you're a Java developer. Go for it. I want you guys to go for it. Try it. Don't stop. The only thing that is stopping you is yourself. As cliche as that is, it's true. Like I said before, I'm a huge victim of that myself. I'm going to wrap up in a bit. But before we do, feel free to reach out to me. You know, you can find a link to my anchor website where you guys can leave notifications in the description or you can email me at level 99 podcast.outlook.com i want to know what you guys are doing if you guys are doing it even like your cool side project whatever it is let me know right i want to hear from you guys i want to see what you guys are interested in what you like what you dislike and if you are doing something you know cool or something on the side you know we can get you on on this uh on an episode and talk about it We can all nerd out. So as always, everyone, I really do appreciate you listening in. And until next week, take care.